1: The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation.
0: They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poorest part. Bright light city life, I gotta
1: make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic
0: Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter.
1: Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77 WABC. If you are interested in my book on my life or my good-looking bobblehead, (laughs) Dominic Carter bobblehead, go to DominicCarterOnline.com. New York City Mayor Eric Adams says, Don't hate on him. Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney forced to apologize to President Biden for telling the truth when she said Biden will not run for re-election. Three lives ruined in Brooklyn over cold McDonald's French fries. It's so sad, and you can't make this up. Bottles thrown at NYPD cops at the Dominican Day Parade in the Bronx.
0: Why you Why Why Why
2: Why
0: Yo,
1: back Your heart just breaks for an Indiana police officer losing his life at age 24, allegedly shot by an ex-con who wrote a song about killing a police officer. And Florida Governor Ron DeSantis pulls the plug on a progressive district attorney. Checkmate on that prosecutor in the Tampa, Florida area. It was the right thing to do. This is my podcast. Let's go. A lot of ink in the newspapers and radio and TV on stories about Mayor Adams laughing, smiling and his love of nightlife, which he does need to cut back on because it sends the wrong message with crime out of control in New York City. In politics, perception becomes reality historically. New Yorkers will let their mayors have it with criticism when they feel the mayor is not doing the right thing. There is, after all, a thin line between love and hate. Wait, isn't there a song about that? It's a- That's right. The Persuaders did that song, a thin line between love and hate. That certainly applies to New York City mayors and their constituents. Regarding his smiling, laughing and having fun, the mayor says don't hate on him.
0: A lot of people just start their day with saying, let me see what I can think hateful about. You know, I start my day of saying, wow, I'm lucky to be the mayor of New York City, <laughs> you know. So I'm excited. I'm happy. You know, I'm amazed at people, how much people are upset that I'm happy that I'm mayor. <laughs> you know, why are you laughing all the time? Why you enjoy being out all the time? Why you like being around people? Why are you do? I like being mayor. I wanted to be mayor. I'm mayor. I want the job that comes with it. And I want to be able to respect my employees by knowing who they are and communicating with them.
1: Moving on, backpedaling almost as soon as it came out of her mouth. And this is a classic illustration of what happens when politicians dare tell the truth. Politics 101, this is why publicly at least, they stick to talking points and rarely call a spade a spade. Because of redistricting, Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney is caught in a tough three-way election battle where one of her opponents is another longtime congressman, Jerry Nadler. They are running in New York's 12th congressional district. In a New York One News debate, Nadler, in responding to the Biden re-election question, punted by stating it's too early to tell. Wait until after the midterms classic party line comment from Democrats. Maloney, she told the truth and now is paying for it. She answered the same way all of us would on a possible Biden 2024, that she did not think he would run for re-election. Now she's forced to apologize and did so on CNN.
2: Mr. President, I apologize. I want you to run. I happen to think you won't be running. But when you run or if you run, I will be there 100%. You have deserved it. You are a great president. And thank you for everything you've done for my state and all the states and all the cities in America. Thank you, Mr. President.
1: Congresswoman Maloney was also asked on CNN to explain the bad blood between herself and Congressman Jerry Nadler. Why has it gotten to this point? Where you guys are
0: tit for tat on Twitter, and it's getting kind of kind of testy.
2: Oh, I don't think it's we're, we're friends. It's unfortunate that it happened. Um, I am running in the twelfth district. Sixty percent of it is the twelfth district, the district that I represent now. He could have easily run in the tenth because his 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 congressional office is in the tenth, and the property that he represented before is in the tenth. I expected him to run in the 10th I was very surprised when he tweeted out that he was running in the 12th but now we're running but he had claimed credit for the 2nd uh, Avenue subway which is fine with me it's on the it's on the east side and I worked very hard on, on it it was uh, my top priority for years it was the only subway that's been built since I've been in Congress not in the city not in the state but the whole country and uh But I I sort of agree now with the former President Truman, you can do a lot more if you just let everybody claim credit. So he's entitled to claim credit for it if he wants to. My only question is, why didn't he build something on the west side? (laughs) He came to Congress saying he wanted to build a rail freight tunnel. It's 30 years, he still hasn't built it. So I built the subway, he can claim credit for it, but for the west side, he should have built his tunnel. All you have to do is work on it every day.
1: One day, one of you, somebody, will have to explain to me how human life, in some cases, can have so very little value. Yes, murders happen all over the country. But in our cities, it has become the norm. No one really says anything, does anything. The names quickly fade away in the public arena. Yes. I'm talking about the shooting at the Brooklyn McDonald's in Bedford-Stuyvesant. A mother FaceTimes her son after she complained of cold French fries. The son, 20-year-old Michael Morgan, is charged with murder after he allegedly shot the McDonald's employee dead. The employee was stretched out on the sidewalk with his blood draining out of his body. So the victim, 23-year-old Matthew Webb, is gone. The suspect has ruined his life, and even the suspect's girlfriend charged after allegedly giving the man the gun. This is what the girlfriend's grandmother had
0: to say. I think it would have been solved just in one if they would have just gave the lady some hot french fries and let her been on her way that would have been solved right there she went back to them a second time for a french fries they gonna give her french fries again so automatic nobody goes in a restaurant wanting cold food when you paying your money and what they said the girl was they was laughing at the lady because she was telling them about the french fries why would they laugh at why didn't they just give her some hot french fries that's why we go in there to spend our money. Get hot food. And sometimes you go and eat the restaurants, they just slap the food on the sandwich any kind of way. When you get home with it, it's it's not like what you see on the sign. It's a sloppy sandwich, you know. And that's not what you are paying for. So give people what they ask for. If I want hot fries, I want some hot fries. I don't want cold fries. But it was me and me and the girl with all the, understanding I would have told her, you know, Give me some hot fries or take these back. Give me my money back or I would be th- going to call the police and try to squash this. Three lives ruined. For what?
1: Cold French fries? I'm disgusted. This is why I rail against progressive politics. We are losing the norm of what society is supposed to be to benefit all of us. Look at what's happening to our police. They are retiring in record numbers. Look at what happened at the Bronx Dominican Day Parade. A group of officers went to place in custody a suspect who apparently had a gun. And some members of the community started throwing bottles at the cops. The police officers literally had to dodge bottles coming at them at a fast speed. This happened at East 168th Street and Sheridan Avenue, off of the Grand Concourse. Yeah. Those poor police officers trying to do their jobs and having bottles thrown at them. I stand with our police, not the hoodlums, not the anti-law and order crowd trying to destroy our way of life. With situations like this, it can quickly escalate. What happens if one of those bottles hit an officer in the face? What if the bottle killed that officer? Then what? My mind is on the funeral held for a 24-year-old Elwood, Indiana, police officer shot on duty in Indiana during a routine traffic stop. The paroled ex-convict charged in the case, made a song about killing police officers. His name really doesn't matter, and I won't repeat it here. The gun of Officer Noel shanavez was still in its holster when he was airlifted to St. Vincent's Hospital in Indianapolis, where he was pronounced dead. shanavez graduated from high school in 2016, served in the Army for five years, and months ago just graduated from the Law Enforcement Academy. The suspect was apprehended a short time later. After leading police on a chase, officers say they found in his possession a 9 millimeter handgun, and a search of his car turned up, an AK-47 style rifle with a high capacity magazine, according to prosecutor Robert
0: Cummings. It appears that uh, he had an AK-47 assault rifle, got out of the vehicle, fired through the windshield of the officer's car. The officer never got out of his vehicle, never had a chance to go for his weapon. A number of shots were filed through the windshield that struck the officer about the face and head. Then the defendant walked over to the window of the car and fired additional rounds. Uh, 36 shell casings were recovered from the scene of the AK-47 assault rifle that had a magazine that had a capacity of 75.
1: It really is so sad. In Florida, Governor DeSantis is correct on this one. You cannot have prosecutors walking around talking about how they are basically single-handedly changing laws by declaring what they will enforce and what they won't. This one is going to be interesting. In Florida, the Tampa area, Hillsborough State Attorney Andrew Warren is not stepping down despite an executive order from Governor Ron DeSantis that attempts to suspend him from his locally elected role as the county's chief prosecutor. DeSantis cites neglect of duty and incompetence, but a defiant Warren says, I'm still doing this job as the twice-elected state attorney. Here is the argument made
3: by Governor DeSantis. The prosecutor, state attorney for this judicial circuit, uh, Andrew Warren, has put himself publicly above the law. In June of 2021, he signed a letter saying that he would not enforce any prohibitions on sex change operations for minors. And that's a debate that we're having mostly administratively and through medical licensing in Florida but other states have enacted penalties on the people that would perform those, which are really disfiguring these young kids. And he said, it doesn't matter what the legislature does in the state of Florida, Uh, he's gonna exercise a veto over that. He's also instituted policies of, quote, presumptive non-enforcement. And this involves an array of different things and you'll probably hear Sheriff Cronister and some of the other law enforcement officers talk about it, Uh, but that is not consistent with the role of a prosecutor. Yes, you can exercise discretion in an individual case, but that discretion has to be individualized and case-specific. You can't just say you're not going to do certain offenses.
1: Hey, New York Governor Kathy Hochul. Hope you are paying close attention to how Governor DeSantis is handling so-called progressive district attorneys in Florida that feel they can take the law into their own hands DeSantis is the blueprint of how to handle your Alvin Bragg Manhattan DA problem give Bragg the hook to protect us all and I close with this presidential politics 2024 as we are in uncharted waters historically the FBI raids Donald Trump's Florida home, apparently looking for classified documents. Wow. I have been telling you folks from the end of the last contentious campaign that Trump is running. And the best way to resolve this never ending issue let the American people decide Trump's fate in an election. And that is what will happen in 2024. Investigations like the FBI and Georgia aside, Trump can still be reelected. But let the voters decide. He is getting closer and closer to declaring a candidacy. This is Trump at the Conservative Political Action Conference in Dallas prior to the FBI raid. When talking about a candidacy, he said, We may have to do it again.
0: I ran twice, I won twice and did much better the second time than I did the first, getting millions and millions of more votes than in 2016, and likewise, getting more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country by far.
3: And now we may have to do it again. We may have to do it again.
0: Thank you. Thank you. It's so sad what's happened to our country. We're like a
1: third world country in elections. But critics are out there in this highly polarized environment, like former Vice President Dick Cheney in this ad for his daughter. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election, and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Lynn and I are so proud of Liz for standing up for the truth, doing what's right, honoring her oath to the Constitution, when so many in our party are too scared to do so. And that brings this episode to a close. Folks, if you are interested in my book on my life growing up in New York City, and overcoming numerous obstacles or my bobblehead doll, you can go to my website, Online.com. all one word, CarterOnline.com. You can catch me on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter T-shirts, the hats, and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com. Dominic Carter Red Apple Podcast 77 WABC Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic
0: TV and Facebook and Instagram Dominic Carter TV email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com Until the next episode be well and as Dominic always says stay positive the glasses always half full never half empty Dominic
2: Carter City Hall.